Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm Aaron. And today, I think, is going to be, I think, the most intense episode we've done to date. 12 episodes in. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. This movie is by far the most brutal and fucked up. Yeah, because you, you haven't really watched a lot of um uh extreme I guess you can kinda um consider this like an extreme horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um people try to put this under like the same uh the same I guess vein as Cannibal Holocaust and and stuff like that. Um I don't think it deserves to be under the same list as that because Cannibal Holocaust is a completely completely different like whole nother like ball game that's a, a movie that i think we should watch at some point yeah, definitely. just just so you he's into it <laughs> yeah like um i've seen it like once or twice it's really not a movie like i'm gonna go out of my way to watch but it's definitely mm-hmm. something you should probably experience at least once and uh, that's kind of the same thing with with this movie so i guess in a way it kind of can relate to that because this is a movie you kind of only want to watch once and then yeah. be like okay i did it and that, that's all i care about yeah like it was a cool movie like it was you know like i said like the concept was fucked up but like um i don't know if i would want to go back to it but um no. <laughs> it, it was a cool movie though yeah, like the the writing is really good and mm-hmm. the acting is really good, and um, I don't think we said the name of it yet, but oh. we are reviewing, discussing, Murders. and talking about Martyrs, two thousand and eight, the OG French version, not not the remake, not the American remake, which I still haven't seen. I should probably go back, um, like go and watch it just to kind of see how us okay, Americans right. like interpreted this movie. Mm-hmm. That's one um, thing I liked about the movie too is like I feel like it kind of left the uh, viewer to interpret like oh, out the end like yeah you know, just left it open you know what I mean one hundred percent and um there's a lot of theories about this movie kind of like the last one that we had night. what's that I was reading some theories last night and oh yeah 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 so it's some... it's it's like the same yeah. thing when we did audition you know how I said I kind of yeah. wanted to ease you into this and I think audition is a pretty good movie. To kind of get you ready for something on this scale, yeah. I think. Uh, do you think I did a good job on um, getting you and our, all of our listeners uh, kind of up to speed as to this movie? Yeah, I think so. I think we've kind of like you know we started off with Suspiria, which isn't like too bad. Like I no, mean, no. Um, you know what I mean. But then you know we upped the ante a little bit, you know, with audition. Now here we are. So I think it kind of it was a good way to taper into it you know yeah and don't worry guys next week we're bringing the levels down we're bringing down the levels i'm not going crazy (laughs) we're going um we're gonna go very very late on you guys with um one cut of the dead hello johannes how's it going man we got some people in the chat once again like to remind everybody that we do live stream this every saturday we normally do it at 9 p.m at night eastern time but um aaron uh, had to kind of switch around the schedule this week because his work doesn't like to listen to him half of the time. Mm-hmm. And um, he also just got his first uh, vaccine shot. So um, everybody clap for Aaron. 
I'm fully vaxxed, so um, we're we're all on the road to getting everybody together again. Getting things back to normal. And uh, I can't wait. But um, before we jump into this movie, as always, we like to try to take the ten, like the first like ten or fifteen minutes to kind of just go over a brief summary of this movie, and then talk about how you guys can find us. And we have some kind of uh, cool things to say today that I don't know if I should say right now, but um, I think I'm going to anyway because I don't think it's gonna hurt. Yeah. But um, so you can you can find us on Twitter, which is just uh, the uh, BHO podcast. On there, then on Instagram, which is just the Baron's Hideout. Also, TikTok for promotional reasons is just uh, the Baron's Hideout un- underscore uh, podcast. Podcast. Um, Patreon, which is another one, if you guys want to support us, that is the best way to do it. Um, we've been kind of lackluster on the content there, just because of uh, both of our jobs are kind of going through a transition right now, and um, so we're trying to get as much stuff out there as we can. We kind of had to put a, a halt on our. Uh, Wednesday topic videos, Um, but we're trying to (laughs) kind of get around that to bring back some more content for you guys. But don't worry, you guys are still going to get all the audio. Forget about you. Yeah, you get all all the the audio before anybody else. You get it. I'm going to upload it right after the stream, and then everybody else who is not a Patreon will be um, getting it tomorrow, uh, nine in the morning. Also, have access to all of our notes that we episode two. So. Yes, and we have stickers. So if you guys like stickers, stickers if you um uh, pledge um, three dollars or six dollars, oh, you guys get a sticker. It, I thought it was a, all all the tiers. Was it just the three and six? Yeah, they only allow you to do it for anything um, that's more than like one dollar. But oh, okay, you guys can get the stickers right now if you go and pledge one dollar because I have a special um, thing going on right now for anybody who is a new uh, supporter. So if you guys want a sticker that is just like our logo, but it's really cool, and it's I think it's pretty big too, um, you can go and pledge $1 on a Patreon and uh, get that. Um, Aaron, where can uh, everybody find you? Um, you can find me occasionally on the, the Baron's Title Podcast Instagram as well, but you can also find me on my personal Instagram. Um, it's uh, double A row. Um, it is public now. I just realized in my... Uh, profile was private for a while. Oh, it um, was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that because obviously I'm I'm following and we follow each other. Yeah, so I changed that, but um, so people can follow me now without like approvals and whatnot. But um, and I will be posting more on there. I actually just did post. Sorry, my cat. <laughs> um, okay. but yeah, I, um, holy. His cat uh, loves to uh, be on computers. <laughs> yeah, um, they just love to be a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, I did post recently about a brand we are actually um, recently just started um, getting into. Um, and hopefully... Uh, yeah, we'll... We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but but yeah. what he's talking about is that we... Uh, we both uh, sold our souls to Liquid Death, which I got right here. And um, I'm gonna actually going to crack this open. I'm going to be drinking this on the stream. Um, but it's really cool because one of the uh, – this is the thing I wanted to talk to you guys about before we start jumping into the actual show. Is that I guess they're starting trading cards now for people who sell their souls. So they reached out to me yesterday on Twitter, and I had to kind of vet the guy. I 
I messaged like um, Liquid Death directly to make sure this guy was actually real. And like, yeah, this guy works for us. He's he's like our marketing team and everything like that. I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. So I messaged the guy back, and apparently they're handpicking um, certain people who sold their soul. So I'm trying to get Aaron on that too. I'm probably going to message the guy to see if we can get him since I kind of wanted to be kind of collided with uh, the podcast, and maybe we'll see uh, what what goes on there. But um, yeah. I'm going to be getting a trading card and it's he says it's not going to be like identifiable as me but it's going to be a, a picture. I don't know if I'm handpicking the picture or if they're making a picture or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But um I think it's really cool that they're going to start doing that and they're going to send me uh the packs and our card would be in there. I'm going to say our card because I'm, if I can pick the thing, it's just going to be our logo for the the podcast. Mm-hmm. They actually did comment on my post too um, already. They oh, had po- commented okay. like two minutes after I posted. They're like, oh, welcome to your new life. <laughs> so um, fingers crossed everybody that we can get Aaron on this too. But I'm going to crack this uh, liquid death open right now and murder my thirst because I am really thirsty. If you guys don't drink liquid death, I don't know what's wrong with you. This is the best tasting water I've ever had. <laughs> and I love water. It's just as good as Poland Springs, honestly. I think it's better. It's better. Yeah, it's not better. Um, um like I'm such a stickler for good clean water, not flavored. Um and this is the best water I've had. Like I haven't had anything else in the last like two two weeks. And I just ordered their new um, sparkling water that I think it's coming in tomorrow, so I'm kind of excited for that. Doesn't like sparkling water. <laughs> My <A> fiance. <laughs> I love sparkling water. Yeah, but um, that's pretty much all of our rambling for right now. I don't think we missed anything, even though I always feel like we do. Um, but um, we're going to jump right into this crazy-ass movie, which Martyrs. is Martyrs 2008. lock someone in a room with no light, soon they begin to suffer. Then you feed that suffering. Slowly, cathodically, systematically, coldly, for a long time. Martyrs are very rare. A true 
true martyr is a special person. They are exceptional beings. They withstand paralyzing pain, young lady. They can survive total deprivation. They carry all the sins of the world. start off since i started last week so why don't you tell us how this movie starts well we start off first with it starts off like really like fast all kind of um but uh you jump on right in and you got a girl running out of a warehouse covered in blood and bruises and you know she's been through some shit you can tell oh 100 percent, dude um and then we get some some old clips. It's with like this old vintage like filter to make it look real old. I'm trying to is it like the seventies, I believe this takes? Or um it's the, um, the beginnings in the seventies, I believe. Seventy one. Right? Yeah. Nineteen seventy one. We get like a little um like a oh, timestamp right there, yeah. But yeah. um you got some film, um it's of I believe two little girls. You uh, just like little clips. It's got like yeah, it's like um, home video esque. Home videos, yeah. Um, but uh, and then you got some people that are talking. So is it building one? How they're making a film for a medical and assumption hospital pediatric exercise. The font's a little small. Yeah, so they're um they're like examining the building that um. We find out her name later, but it's Lucy. It's where she was. Um, where she was yeah, held. Yeah, and it's like a uh, like a psychiatric hospital, or like a uh, um, where they keep like foster kids and sort of. Yeah, where she but, is now. Yeah. But um, anyways, so they um, they're talking about Lucy. Um, yes. <laughs> and she's been malnourished, dehydrated, and she had hypothermia, so she's being kept in some rough conditions um rather is intentionally or not we don't know but it is a horror movie so <laughs> yeah you can you can uh kind of expect than... the worst right yeah uh so <clears throat> she um goes to this uh pediatric center or whatever you want to call it and after yeah being... i don't did they even say where she is? I'm I want to say sure. it's like a foster care place or something. It's, it seems like it's a foster care for like I don't know abuse victims or something. Like, or like yeah, I think it's got to be like a psychiatric ward or something. Something like that because like some of the other kids that were there it looked like they had something wrong with them because these are all young kids. They're all I didn't see them having anybody over the age of I'm gonna guess like ten, like twelve. Or yeah, like ten yeah. to twelve. So I'm they are young now, but um, so Lucy, um, in her time at this place, finds a friend, and it's another little girl who's another abuse victim, um, and so they become friends. And uh, this girl, other girl's name is Anna. Yes, by the way, um, and you know she kind of like they click and you know she's like she's there for her she's like oh they'll you know um she's gonna help you know find out who you know kidnapped her who's hurting her and but uh the doctors are talking to anna 
about it, asking them questions. Um, you know, she's just like yeah, she was she scared. She's yeah. Just, just you know, she's like she doesn't know. You know, she's just she's scared. She sees shit. She you know she's been through a lot, but she you know so. Um, yeah, and she's young. They're both extremely young. So. Yeah. So, anyways, they somebody walks in the door and he's like, "Oh, Lucy never showed up for lunch," and they're like, "Oh," and then immediately Anna knows something's wrong. She's like, "Shit!" So she goes up to their bedroom. I assume it is. Um. And she looks under the bed. She's looking in the bed. She's like, where is she? She hears her crying, goes into the bathroom. She whips the curtains open on a bathtub. And she's in there crying. She's like, and her sla- wrists are all slashed. So, yeah, like, we're starting whole, off. Um, everything, her arms, like, blood everywhere. Uh, it's, it's and she's brutal. sobbing, which, understandably, I mean, but um, she's got some mental issues, clearly. Um, but, anyways, so she's like, uh what happened she's like uh she's like it's okay she's like don't tell anybody um mm-hmm. she's like don't do that and she's like it wasn't me somebody else did this and you're just like wait who the what f- who so, was doing this to you yeah like holy shit but, like but damn that, again it goes back to like her mental health you know yeah she's, but we'll get into that <laughs> um oh yes yeah so anyways then we cut i believe to bedtime um, it's dark in their bedroom. They have a chair up on the door. Yeah, um, I think I think it's Lucy that puts it there, and I think it's must be some kind of like safety net or something yeah, for her to make her feel. She's gotta have like paranoia and all that at this point. Yeah, you know? it's just anything to, to she's comfort fucked up. her. Yeah, but so it must be a comfort thing. They put a door, a, a, yeah, sorry, a chair under the doorknob to block it, and the girls they decide to go to sleep. And um, Lucy is trying to sleep. She hears screaming in her head. Um, and then you see a quick, like, shadow just move across the screen. Just, like, you need to hear these, like, weird, like, like footsteps. Yeah. Like like I said, all I can think of is the fucking grudge. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, but, like, in, like, raspy, like, voices and shit. Yeah. Um, it's creepy. Um, and then... Uh, She's kind of just struggling to fall asleep, and you oh, you look you get the camera at the end of the bed. Sure, there's like fucking like I said, it's, I don't know how else to describe it. Just like the grudge, just like yeah, lit up eyes, just chilling there. Like <sighs> I kind of like compared to a little bit of like Golem. That's from, a like, good Lord one, actually. Rings, yeah, just because it's a it's a creepy image. Okay, like I was watching this last night with with Aaron because I didn't want him to watch this alone and i was just like i can't i can't even watch this i i don't want to watch this because <laughs> first time i watched this this image got embedded into my brain and it scared the shit out of me and it takes a lot <laughs> to scare me and i was yeah. just like i can't look at it i looked at it for one second and i was just like why did i do that <laughs> that's d- just the lighting of that because everything else is black it's just like a silhouette but the yep. eyes are lit up perfectly uh, and it's, it was creepy it's very creepy. This <laughs> is like holy crap. But yeah, just imagine being in bed in a pitch black and just seeing someone just like crouching in the end of your bed, just lit up eyes and yeah, long hair, super skinny and gross looking. From what you can tell from like the the silhouette, yeah. that sake, it's just like what the fuck, all decrepit and shit. But uh, yeah, 
Um, and then we go to 15 years later. Big jump. Big jump. Big time gap. <laughs> but you want to oh, go into yeah. 15 years I, later? I will be glad to, uh, <laughs> to talk about what happens next. Well, not really glad because what happens next is a little intense. Yeah. Uh, so we jump to 15 years later. We don't really get any kind of um, context. Yeah, of like what, like where we are or these... what's going on or anything like that. We just get jumped into what seems to be a little girl being chased. She's screaming, and the screams seem like she's getting hurt or about to be hurt or whatever. But then, I her brother jumps on her and then she starts laughing and they're talking about like. Haha, <laughs> well, your lover doesn't really know how to write. Um, I want everybody to know, too, that this movie is French, so everything's subtitled for us because obviously we don't speak French. Uh, so, yeah, so the subtitles are saying, like, hey, yeah, your lover is not a very good writer. <laughs> and the brother's like, hey, I, I want that back. Give it to me, give it to me. And then the father's like, oh my God, come on, guys. Like, stop fucking around. Stop it, you know. So, it's you can tell it's. Pretty early in the morning, everybody's like, still kind of in their PJs and, you know, just getting breakfast ready. The father goes to the fridge and then you see the picture of the family. And I guess the daughter won some sort of uh, swimming competition. It's like, well, well, that's that's really cool. So these people are definitely um, must be athletic and have something going on. But you're still kind of figuring out what does this have to do with what we just saw in the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie? So you're just like. All right, well, I guess let's play along. Maybe we'll see one of the, the girls later in the family. That's what you're kind of like telling yourself. Like, okay. Because it seems pretty normal. It's just like, okay, yeah. family's just having a conversation. Everything's great. You know, the pacing's great. The conversations are really good. We get a clip of uh, the mother outside fixing some really big, like, pressure, like, water pressure pipe. Yep. Um. So she's like, okay, well, mother must be uh, a mechanic or something she She's does handy <laughs> yeah she fixes the house apparently who knows what what goes on but she comes inside and <laughs> gives them like a, a dead mouse it's like hey well here's <laughs> a present for you guys um meanwhile the um the father and son and the, well actually it's more the the brother and the daughter and the mo- are kind of like going back and forth and like making fun yeah. of each other and then when the mother comes in they start talking about his school which is like okay so this is you know, it's just like a regular family is talking about. Because I guess he must be going into college. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing because they're talking about like law school and he wants to do something else. But they're also talking about, I guess, his girlfriend. Because the mother's like, you just want to be wherever she is. So it's just like you don't even know what you want to do right now. And he's like, well, I really don't want to follow law because apparently he must be being prepped to do that. And the father's mm-hmm. just like, well, law opens up a lot of doors. So it's like, oh, okay. I mean, I guess it's kind of true. Yeah. Um, but it's still like, wh- why are we talking about school when we just saw this brutal... I know, it's like, I want an explanation at this Brutal point. beginning, <laughs> so like, w- what's going on? And then they joke about how he wants to be like a pastry chef and stuff. And then we get a, a doorbell, so we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess someone's coming to visit them. And they're like, but it's Sunday, and not, nothing really happens on Sunday. And the father's like, well, I'll go get the door. He goes to the door. He opens it up. It's just a girl with a shotgun. And he gets blown against the wall. And it's 
very graphic. Everything that happens from here on out is so realistic. And it's it's great, but it's not because of how realistic it looks. <laughs> so yeah. he like pretty much it's his torso and like his his stomach area is just completely like blown out. Blown out, yeah. And then um <laughs> the mother sees she gets shot. The daughter's there freaking the fuck out, runs away. Like I would too. I would just run. Yeah, right. And then the son's just kind of standing there, like I, like what the hell is going on? Then uh, the girl with the shotgun tells uh, him to sit down, and asks, "Do you know what your parents did?" And he didn't say anything. He just kind of looks at her, like I don't know what's going on. And then he gets blown away. So <laughs> father, mother, son, dead. All dead. And she goes on another hunt to find the daughter. And this this really um this gets to you pretty hard. So she hears the daughter kind of making a noise somewhere. She's trying to open up doors, some of them are locked. Then she goes into the bedroom, which I think must be the parents' bedroom, because it looks like a really big bed. I don't I doubt that the, the daughter or the son is sleeping in there, but I don't know. I digress. Uh so she jumps on the bed. She knows that the, the daughter's under there because she's making noise and crying and, you know, being scared like anybody would away. be. <laughs> and she's, like, looking. She's pointing the gun down on the bed, like, trying to figure out, okay, where is she? And then unloads on her, and you just hear her scream. And this girl has to be, I'm going to say, 12 to 13. Yeah, she's young. She's really young. And just hearing and seeing this little girl get shot and then running, even though she was just shot through the bed and then they get shot again through the back. She gets shot twice. And it's, she goes flying across. It's, it's so hard to watch because of... Mm-hmm how realistic this is and especially with me being a father too this is it's it's hard to watch man yeah it's fucking yeah and then um and like even the reactions like you know like yeah fucking realistic like you know it's not like a typical like you know just like ah i'm getting shot it's like she's mm -hmm. genuine it's almost like she's genuinely in pain you know yeah, and like this, this whole movie has like a gray tone filter over it, and when the blood shows up, it's it's pretty prominent. You can you see the blood and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, who we now know, this is Lucy that's doing this. She, uh, I think she like goes downstairs and she's holding the shotgun. She's like holding the mother and saying, "Why did you make me do this? Why?" Like asking herself and screaming. And then she gets, like, even more pissed off. And she has, like, one more round in her shotgun. And she's, like, aiming it at, uh, I think, the mother and then the son. And then just decides to just shoot through the ceiling. Because she's like, I'm not going to shoot them again. They're already dead. And then they can see, like, crows just, like, and, like, birds all over the Flying place. Flying away. Yeah. And then we cut to um, a girl who's just in a car uh, eating a sandwich. <laughs> and gets a phone call and then just throws a sandwich on the ground. Like, yeah, fuck that. I don't need that. It's like, <laughs> whatever. I would have kept the sandwich. Just put it, put it next Wrap to Wrap that shit up. Save it for later. <laughs> yeah. 
So she answers the phone and it's Lucy and uh, Lucy's like hysterical and answers like, what's going on? Where are you? What did you do? She's like, I found them. I, I, I found them. Uh, and she's like, what, what do you mean? Where, where is she? Like, and where are you? And she's like, well, I found them. Um, and, and it's like, you need to give me the address. I should have went with you. I don't, I don't know what you did at this point. Anna doesn't really know what happened because Lucy just says I did what I had to. So she, yeah, I guess in her mind, she probably knows what she did, but at the same time, it's just like, fuck. So she writes down the address on her, on her hand. She drives there. And, um, she, I think we see her, um, pull up and then start walking. Then we cut back to Lucy, who is just laying on the couch. She's like looking at her hands. You can see like all like, the blood and like the pieces of flesh all over her hands and just the way that she looks it, like the blood looks so real it doesn't look cheesy or fake or anything it's very like she actually did kill somebody and she's got real human blood not fake stage blood all over <laughs> yeah. her you know uh, so she hears a noise kind of like the same thing we heard at the beginning of the movie when they were going to bed she grabs her shotgun She's ready, and there's blood all over the shotgun. Oh, it's, I know. it's super realistic. So she's looking around. She um, unloads the used shells and loads up uh, two more. No, actually one more. I think she only had one round left. So she she loads that up. She's going around. She hears noises, things breaking. She looks around the corner, and you just see this deformed thing for like two seconds. And you're just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then Lucy knows... Uh, I think she actually no. Before that, she shoots at the door because she's looking at the door and the door slams oh, yeah, yeah. and she shoots at that, wastes her uh, her shot. Her one shot, yeah. Yeah, and then she, I guess she had like a, a razor blade in her pocket that she she pulled out, and that's when we saw the figure. But then she goes into the kitchen and she like rubs blood on her hand, and then you hear her say like, "I did it, I killed them." Like she's trying to reach out to this thing and like to tell her like, "Hey, I, I did the job." It's done. Leave, leave me alone. Then, um, I think this, I think, it, is it coming down the stairs? And that's when we're like, what the fuck is going on? Or have we mm-hmm. not seen it then? I'd see this part or further down, but I think it just, I think right now, I think it just jumps at her yeah. and then grabs the razor and starts like digging into her back a lot. Like oh, this thing I does know. not hold back. It's and going it, deep too. And you see every detail. It's like um, this, the, her skin, like flesh, just fucking tearing, and like the yeah, noise too. Like, it's like, what? what the fuck? And she kicks the thing and just runs and bolts to, uh, I guess it's a closet, and she just slams it shut. We haven't really seen what this thing looks like exactly yet. We kind of just see its back oh, glimpses, yeah, and and just the hair like in the face. So it kind of really does like remind you of like the Grudge or like Golem, mm-hmm. like I say, <laughs> my precious. <laughs> So now Lucy is, she trapped herself, or I wouldn't say trapped, but like just put herself in the closet, closed the door, and she starts hearing this banging, and it starts getting flashbacks of like when she was in that um that place in the beginning that you saw her escaping from, yep. and it's just her like rocking back and forth in a chair, and then someone grabs her face, and then she grabs her face, so you see her, like she gets back into reality, grabs her face and slams it against the back, so you know that this really whatever happened from when she was a kid, it really traumatized her. And it's still to like 15 years later, it's still fucking around with her. 
Yeah. And uh, I got PTSD. Yeah, like super bad PTSD. Like, like things you're doing things to yourself, like slamming your head against a wall. You know, yeah. PTSD. So she thinks uh, things calm down. She doesn't really hear anything. She comes back from uh, the flashbacks to reality. She opens up the door. She's like, oh, I don't see the thing. Opens it all the way up. Then it grabs her hand and just digs into that. And she just pushes the thing away, runs, runs outside, then runs into Anna. So now, okay, the savior's here. Anna's here. Things are maybe going to get better. She tells her, like, the thing is inside. Like okay, well, I'll be. I'll, I'll go check it out. You need to stay here, mm-hmm. and um, I'll, I'll I'll go find it. And I feel like at this point is when you kind of start developing your own theories already. Like mm-hmm. you know, like is she fighting? You know, is that symbolic of her fighting her for her sanity, or is it like an actual actual physical entity, or you yeah. know, like it's like which right way is this movie gonna go? <laughs> yeah, and um. You're you're never ready for the things that you see in this in this. You think movie. you've seen it all until like yeah. the next part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Aaron, if you want to talk about here, when um, I think this is when Anna starts patching up Lucy. Oh yeah. So, um, Anna starts cleaning her up, you know, uh, patching her up and sewing her back wounds. Um, Super realistic like, too. <laughs> oh, I know. Watching it just like close up, it like, like it reminds me of the time I got stitches, which it wasn't nearly as bad, obviously. But like, I've never you know, had I just, stitches. Yeah, I got a couple of my like, I got like five of them on my finger once, but <laughs> um, I just watched the guy do it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> just like, um, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyways. Yeah, so she cleans her up. Well, not cleans her up, but like you know, she sews her up and you know, kind of treats her wounds. Um, and then they start dragging the family into the bathroom. They throw them onto the bathtub, mm-hmm. or two of them are in the bathtub. But um, I do have to say though, I think I don't know if Lucy says it, but I, you kind of think like, why aren't they just fucking leaving? Why that's what they... I yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, at that point, like, just fucking, just dip, you know, just, just leave. Like, yeah, I know Lucy did this horrible thing, but you don't need to stick around for it. Yeah. You know, but I think Lucy asks Anna, like, we should leave, and then Anna, for some reason, is just like, no, we gotta, like, we, we gotta to take clean care up. It's just like, why? Yeah. If you just left, this whole movie would wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe that's why they stayed. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have a movie. But um, continue. But. Um, anyways, uh, it's, uh, sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Um, she sees Anna dragging the family members into the backyard Mm -hmm. to like a big pit. It's like a giant hole, which Mm -hmm. makes you wonder. It's like, was that already there? Did they dig that? Or, you know, like, what was this family fucking into? That's (laughs) that's the hole where the the pipe was too, I think. Oh yeah. Never mind. My bad. That's right. Um, it's raining out, so it is kind of hard to, to see too because you don't yeah. really see a lot of that. Um, so they dragging the bot. She's dragging the bodies into the backyard. Um, and uh, so Anna's in the bathroom, kind of just looking in the mirror, I believe, and then she sees the mother's eyes open, and she realizes that she's still alive. How? <laughs> I don't fucking know, but she got shot pretty close and like her whole like stomach was like fucked. 
I yeah. know, right? But so adrenaline. Who knows? Yeah, but she 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 wakes up and uh, uh, Lucy hears hears it. But um, so Anna's like, you know, shut the fuck up. You need to be quiet. I'm gonna help you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what she just did to you, man. If she hears you. She's gonna do something <laughs> even worse. <laughs> um, so, anyways, um, and then. <clears throat> She's back, meaning Gollum, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gollum. And Gollum. <laughs> I was going to call it Gollum for now yeah, on. Yeah, right. Um, so Gollum <laughs> returns, and um, the bathroom door is locked at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Anna can't get the door open to help Lucy, um, who's you know being tortured by <laughs> yeah, this at this point is when we actually really start to see what the fuck this thing is. Yeah. Um and uh anyways, so she breaks the door down and um yeah, she's kinda getting yeah, you get a good look at the golem like creature at this yeah, point. It's, like it's, it's pretty all, grotesque. Yeah. Eyes are all fucked up, it's like the skin's bending. all veiny and shit, and like is like Pumps and everything in her back. And um, I can tell you the one reason why the, the acting is really good. I I got I wrote down some of the uh, the the names of the people who did this, and I wanted to oh, figure yeah, out who who um who the person who's doing like the the creature because yeah. I think they call it um la creature, which would la just creature, be, be like French. the creature in in, in English. Ah, uh, so. These names are going to be really hard for me to pronounce, but this one's not <laughs> that bad. So her name is um, Isabel uh, Chase. And apparently she does stuff with um, Circus uh, um, Soleil. So, you know, like the um, the weird like um, acrobatics and stuff like that. Like the, oh, the yeah, creepy yeah, yeah. shit. So apparently she did a move with him, which is um, Circus Soleil um, Soulstorm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did, I think... Before this, so this is a reason why this girl is like super agile, like flexible, like she can and like bend yeah. yourself in ways. Because if you've ever seen Circus Soleil, it's very, uh, it, it's definitely an experience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does a, a great job with um, what she does. So that's a little bit of the backstory on uh, that uh, actress. Yeah, no, she does a good job though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> super um, good. It works. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was fucking scarred. <laughs> <laughs> but um it'll do it to you yeah right uh so let um, me just find my place um yeah so and then we get some flashbacks to lucy as a little girl being captured like she's like i believe strapped to a chair or yeah she's you know she's been held hostage and she's been food spoon fed slop like green like it's nasty shit this... looking shit too if it almost just looks guess. like vomit. Yeah, if I had to guess what's in it, it's got to be something green. I'm going to guess peas. Because like, peas like have a really big, prominent color when it's all like m- yeah. mushed up and everything. And maybe some sort of meat. Because you got to give these people some sort of protein, right? So like, yeah, peas and like, meat five. or something. But th- that's just my guess. But even just looking at it, regardless of what's it's in just, it, this it looks doesn't look awful. good. Yeah, absolutely um, awful. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, the woman who is feeding her ends up tripping, 
breaking our ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when we come to Lucy's escape. Um, but then she, she, so instead of first running out, she's, you know, kind of running around. She doesn't know the place. She's like, where the fuck am I? You know, and she comes across another woman who's being held hostage and mm-hmm. you know, tortured and whatnot. But, um, so she kind of just like glances at her. She looks at her for a second and just like, you know, fuck this. I'm out. Um, you know, instead of helping her, she was just like, I, I don't, I would her. do the same thing though. Honestly, I'm sorry, I, but I don't blame her, but yeah, it's just like, it's my only chance. I, I gotta go. Like, yeah. I know I should be helping you. I know it's the right thing to do, but it's like, if but I like, don't do this now, I'm going to be here forever and I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. See, and you have more chance of helping too. I feel like if you escape and then, you know, you can call the police or something, you know? Yeah. But so if you she have that es- chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so then uh she gets out and Anne is trying to get the mother out of the house who again is still partially alive. Um yeah, but jumping back she's in rough reality. shape, but yeah. Um so yeah, then we're back at the house at this point with the dead family. And uh Lucy manages the um <clears throat> break out of uh wait was it sorry did i skip something no you're right yeah so oh, okay. uh, yeah so anna's uh downstairs because lucy was sleeping so she woke up from that that flashback and the door was yep blocked. that's right okay um so anna's trying to get the mother out uh lucy breaks out and she sees the mother yeah. and grabs like a hammer and just bashes her fucking head in like, a lot like an unnecessary amount <laughs> it's like you're still alive like what the fuck even lucy was like you i think she heard us so we need to hurry <laughs> the hell oh no Anna was like we she, she heard us so we need to hurry the hell up i'm only gonna take you so far and you gotta go yeah. but out of nowhere lucy just pushes anna out of the way and anna's like trying to stop her you see, you see everything, man. You you just see her wailing on her head. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like crazy. she's pounding a chicken breast. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck. But <sighs> very intense. Anyways, yeah, so Lucy's pissed at Anna though, because mm-hmm. she decided to try and help her victim, or um, you know. So yeah, she's like, "You don't believe me? You think I'm fucking crazy?" Yeah, um, you know, but. Anyway, so Gollum comes back, <laughs> um, <laughs> like and that. Lucy grabs a box cutter, um, or like a yeah, yeah a some box sort of cutter, like blade, something blade sharp. Or... Yeah. It's yeah. Um, so, and then you see um, that Lucy is fucking. She's like cutting her arms, and you know. She's bashing her head off the walls, and then you realize it's kind of cutting in between, like, Gollum and her self-inflicting, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, hurting herself. Yeah. So it's, like, at this point, you're like, okay, so maybe it's, you know, it's all in her head, or it's in her head, you know, but, um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's bashing her head in the wall, and then she decides to jump through a window, and grabs a piece of glass and slits her own throat. And it's fucking 
Ugh, watching her throat just like open as she yeah, like, it. dude, this this whole part because Anna at this point is very she's injured because Lucy pushed her out of way and like she can't walk for some reason so she's like slowly <laughs> crawling and um Anna can see bits and pieces of what, what Lucy's doing and you see you see everything and yeah um obviously this is a movie so. Yeah, she's pretty much cutting her whole arms, and it's not a lot of blood. But this is a movie because if this is real life, you would you would instantly like bleed out completely, out at least. and yeah. you're done. But just she has so much, I guess, energy from this because she can even get up and run and go flying out of the glass. I know. And and Anna's freaking out. It's just like what what's going on? She's trying to trying to get to Lucy. Doesn't get there in time, and it's pouring out, and Lucy just just slits her throat, and um, that that's the end of uh Lucy. It's really sad. Already, it's just like damn, man. Like you, you just went through all of that stuff, and you just you took your own life, and it, your friend yeah. couldn't even help you. Well, not even friend. They are lovers because we see them, you know. Um, you know, like you're kissing each other, and yeah, but Lucy seemed confused about it too, though. She's like, What are you doing? You know, yeah, it, it, there's definitely something. So, these girls have been together for 15 years, they obviously haven't, you know, lost touch or anything. They've been kind of side by side, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, close enough like that, yeah. But, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, and uh, Anna. Decides to uh, bring Lucy back in, cleans up her wounds, like you know, getting her ready for. As if it's gonna do anything. (laughs) Yeah, like she's traumatized, but I think she's trying to do it to. Trying to just make it easier on her to look at or something. Yeah, something or do some sort of burial, make her you know not so messed up looking, and just clean her up and get rid of the blood. Uh, Then she decides to call her mother, and. Apparently, they haven't spoke for two years. I guess maybe she was into drugs, and she was with... Obviously, Lucy and her mother didn't like that, or something sort of happens. A small back to back and back, but at this point, Anna has doesn't have anybody. Oh. She just lost her, her one person that she's been with for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And even her mother is like going at her and be like, well, you're only calling me because of blah, 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 and whatnot, and then she's like, whatever. But in the background, Anna starts hearing noises. She's like, what the hell is that? And there's a cabinet next to her, but she just puts down the phone. Her mom is still talking, and Anna's just like, whatever. And so she opens up like the cabinet, and there's this facility below the house. And you're just like, what? It's all like futuristic what? looking and shit. It's like, <laughs> what is this? what is this movie? Where am I going? At this point, you're just like, I have seen everything mm-hmm. what else is this movie gonna throw at us so <laughs> she uh she's making her way through uh there's a bunch of like grotesque pictures on the walls of like severed heads with the eyes open and people staring straight up and i think someone's being burned alive so it's just like what is going on what where am i what year is this what are these what are these people doing what was his family doing? You know, yeah. because this was the family's house. Like, there was a daughter and a son, and like it even 
you kind of ask yourself again, like, because I know Lucy asked the son, like, do you know what your parents did? And he didn't answer. So you're really thinking, like, do the kids know what was going on? Or maybe he does know and, like, he doesn't yeah. want to say anything. It's, you know. Hold on, please. Yeah, but I don't, that's... I don't, I don't know. It's very, but, uh... It's crazy. kind of confused the whole time throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly. like, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely confusing. Uh, so she gets her, um, self down, because she sees a ladder, and the ladder just slides down, so she's just descending descending into um whatever this facility is then um you see like this chain and this room is pitch black There's this chain it's moving and then you see like a chair there too with like a bucket under it but a hole mm-hmm. cut out so it's like okay well this is kind of like the same thing we saw with uh lucy in the beginning uh you know where she was sitting and whatnot yep. so it's kind of reminiscent of that so you're kind of putting two together Two and two together, like, okay, so this has to be the exact same thing that she was dealing with, you know? Um, but she goes, she follows the chain, and goes around the corner, and there's this person thing <laughs> with, like, a metal plate around the eyes, and it's, like, attached to her head. It's screwed into her head. Um... And it's just like, what am I looking at? And she's all cut up and bruised and broken. And, yeah. And, uh, like, she found keys to unlock, like, where she was going. And she just takes off the cuffs and, and brings her upstairs. Um, but, uh, yeah, from here on out, it's absolutely crazy. And, uh, Aaron, I'll let you talk about this since uh, this was your first time watching. So I want to, okay. I want you to, uh, describe what was going on just because of how intense. It, uh, it actually kind of is. Yeah. So, you guys get the image. It's uh, the woman. She's all um, beaten and she's scarred. And, you know, she's in rough shape. But anyway, she brings her upstairs after uncuffing her. And she starts treating her wounds. Um, you know, and then she decides she fills the tub, bathtub and gives her a bath, which you can tell, like... It's painful for this woman or thing or what? Yeah, I think it, it's a woman. If I remember correctly. Yeah, and like it hurts because these are all open wounds. Um, and just going into a, like hot water and like she's cleaning her with alcohol and shit. So it's it's not a fun time for her. But um, and uh, anyways, so Anna decides to pull out a screwdriver. And Dude, she's looking this... at the uh, the metal plates on her head, and they're, like, stapled into her head. So she's yeah, like, shit, it's... I gotta get this out. <laughs> and, like, um, even with, like, the lady just going into the water with all those wounds, and obviously she can't see anything, and she's skinny, and, you know, Anna's trying to do the good thing here, and just trying to, like, clean her up, patch her up, get this thing off her so she can see. Yeah. But, but just um, the the act of her doing that and just how graphic everything is and how intense it is, it's like my first time watching it was like my god, like I thought I saw everything. Yeah, right. But um it's very it's very but, gross. <laughs> yeah. You know. So uh, I can only imagine like your first your first time seeing this just mm-hmm. like what what but, the hell, man? 
So she takes a screwdriver, though, and she wedges it underneath the staples on the top of this uh, helmet mask thing um, that's embedded in her head, and she starts wedging them off. And as she's doing that, you just see blood pouring out from the holes, from through, like, the mask all over her face. Um, It's fucking... It's and you get the super close up like you know view of it too. Just watch. Oh yeah, it. you you it's, see everything. It goes like right in there, and it it's absolutely um, it's very graphic. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. So and then you get like a view from the outside of the bathroom, and you just get screaming, and um, then we go back to her getting the live final staple out, and she just pulls this uh mask off and it's like stuck to her scalp so it's she's pulling it off and it's just like a red thin sticky layer of like head skin just like came off with it and it's fucking it's very it's very quick but um yeah it's just that like two or three seconds of her doing that it's it's so gross and you just want to like you just want to puke it's absolutely crazy but so um then she goes up to Lucy's um dead body who's on the couch at this point and she apologizes yeah. um and she tells her that she believe her that there was you know and she's like, like I'm d- sorry and it's just like Yeah. So you 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 kinda confirmed now to know that Anna didn't really believe her, but was there to support her, but not mm-hmm. fully. So it's like at this point, she's just like, fuck, I really wish I did actually believe you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're doing the best that I could to um to help you. But... Yeah. So even like this part's like very sad and it's kind of like heartbreaking. Like, yeah, fuck, man. She, she's like, damn, I just lost the only person. I had and you know she died thinking that I didn't you know believe her I didn't you know trust her and yeah but yeah I know it's kind of emotional um but then um she goes to find the woman who she just helped sawing her own hand off <laughs> like, what the um, fuck? and she's like you need to stop doing that she's like stop I'm trying to help you I'm trying to help you and she like throws her off um and then out of nowhere she just gets a fucking gunshot to the was it the chest or the head the head um the head um and just just dies and she's and is just like what the fuck what just yeah. happened yeah it's um like where am i going now god damn it <laughs> i don't know um and a group of people in like black suits and super <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely <laughs> one of those days it's like super rainy here and mm-hmm. and gross <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so these people in black suits, like men in black, some men in black shit, but they yeah. come in, they're like, you know, what are you doing here? And, um, you know, that they, they're like, oh, we've been trying to call, the phone's been off the hook, and um, so they come in, and they just kind of, like, throw her around, and they grab her, and they start cleaning up all the dead bodies. Um, yeah, yeah and, they, they uh, throw them into the, the pit where they, yep. where um, Anna was throwing them. <laughs> you see them like, it's like and the one that like really gets to me though like i understand like at this point they're dead but just them because it's a big dude that's carrying them and he takes the daughter 
put doesn't throw her into the pit lays her right before to fall in and it's fucking kicks her <laughs> and like just the way that she tumbles down is it's so realistic it's like what the fuck dude why why it's unnecessary why yeah. are these people so aggressive like, these people are no longer in this world in this life why are you why <laughs> why do you have all this anger like shit what what did your parents do to you <laughs> yeah they, it's like shit dude relax Somebody a little hurt bit you. man <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so they, they drag her down to the facility downstairs and handcuff her. Um, and then, again, you got them uh, getting rid of the bodies um, and burying them. So then we got, uh, was, I don't even know how to say this lady's name, uh, to be honest. Yeah, Madam, Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle? Yeah. Mademoiselle. So, um, like... Yeah, we get introduced to this new character who seems to be the brains of whatever the fuck is going on here. His operation know? is, yeah. Um, and she talks about how about Lucy, and she's you know she asks if she was seeing things, she saw monsters or, um, you know, and whatnot. But um, and then she explains, talks to her about martyrs, um which how they're rare and how under extreme pain you know that they can see into the afterworld basically yeah so this isn't like the typical like definition of like what we think martyrs is this is a completely different thing yeah these people aren't um, (laughs) martyrdom martyrdom so hard to say martyrdom 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 Martyrdom. (laughs) (laughs) uh but yeah so um but yeah they can see into the afterlife um while also still being alive though they get like a glimpse of it so yeah um but only they've she talks about how like it you know the tests like all this torture and you know young females respond the best to it you know Mm -hmm. little girls young adults and you know she keeps calling her young girl or something like that um, yeah, kind of hinting like you're fucked now. You're stuck here. We're g- like, <laughs> you're the you're next not going one. Anywhere. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, uh, um, yeah. She's. I think she's also um because where they're sitting to is like where all those pictures are. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of uh, describing them. I'm like, all these people, they at the time of them getting their picture taken, they were still alive. There was a decapitated head, like I said earlier. There was someone being burned. Um, somebody, I think, uh, I think they said one of them had cancer or something really wrong yep. with them. But they were essentially transcended into martyrdom. They, they had reached it. They were because you can see it in their eyes because all their uh, their faces had the same look. Their eyes were wide open, like they were looking at something far beyond. Um, so they were all alive after death <laughs> that's like how i'm kind of saying it mm-hmm. they're not zombies guys so i don't i want everybody to know that like these aren't zombies not undead by any means they're living dead i yeah, guess like i don't physically it's, alive but it's, like it's very confusing and like we'll get into it a little bit more later on but even then even after <laughs> watching this movie it's still just kind of like huh <laughs> You know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um. Yeah. So 
she goes on about martyrdom and all that fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And she's uh, Anna's trapped at this point. Um, and she Poor starts, girl. yeah, she's getting beaten and starved, tortured. But um, anyways, uh, Anna starts to hear Lucy in her head. Um, and you know, she's like, uh, she's just telling her, like, um, Lucy would, she would just tell her to just let go and not be scared. Yeah, so it's like, and... just, just let go, just kind of like let it happen. You've been, just accept it. Like, you know, you know what's, what's going to happen. So, like, it's like a good, this is like, everything happens right here. I think it's like a, a full, like, half hour. So, yeah, it's towards just the like... end of this movie, it's really just Lucy, I mean, um, Anna. Tied to the chair where she found the uh, the girl with the metal plate on, so she's still in the house, and it's this constant. Um, it's it's two people, so it's a boy, it's a a woman and a dude. So the girl, there's a girl who comes down who feeds her and like bathes her and like cuts her hair, and also like slaps her on a little bit. But then there's a guy who comes down, and just and takes off the chains and just beats the living shit out of her, and. She gets knocked out a bunch of times, and he just like wakes her up, slaps her to wake her up, and then punches her, and then punches a, her out again. <laughs> there's like one one thing where like Anna's literally knocked out, falling down, and he just lays down another punch as she's yeah, like he just like down. punches her to the ground. It's just like why, man? Why is this? Why? So it's literally just that over and over and over and over again. You know, her refusing to um, eat, and then I like don't... slow. Did it say how long this goes on for? I would have to say this is... It's at I... least... um, It's got to be over a long period of time. It kind of insinuates, yeah, over... Like, I would say it's been like a, while. a couple of... Like three to four months. I don't know if it would be a full year, but it's definitely not weeks. Yeah. It's definitely um, some sort of months. Yeah. I would say, I, I'm going to say it's... between like three and six months. But, but um, yeah. Just can beat the shit out of her. They're just beating the shit out of her every day. Yeah. They um, want to break her. They want to break yeah. her. They want to get her to the point where they need to go. And like throughout the scenes too, you can just kind of see that like she's just starting to give up, and like you know she's just yeah. accepting her fate. And it's seeing it, it's like wow, oh, it's imagine it's being tough, in that man. situation. It's, it's very tough to see. And like there's a point like towards the end where she's being fed, and just literally she's she's so compliant now and so where they wanted her to be and she's even like grabbing a girl like kind of like saying like thank you for the food you know the food was fucking awful <laughs> and they're like being sort of nice to her now and not really beating her up being more gentle um and then it's like there's one more stage there's one more stage it's almost done and then it's all over and they, gonna... they bring her because Right next to where she's being held is like another um part of the building and it's like a hospital room. And there's like this gyro chair thing that they put her into, they they bring her there and the, the dude I think it's the dude who was beating her up is like I the doctor so. now. And he's um, like dressed as a surgeon in all black. Yeah. <clears throat> and at this point, guys, I'm going to warn you it's it's graphic and this movie after everything that you saw it has not prepared you for what you're gonna see right now i'm telling you that like what happens right here 
yeah, all the other stuff is really fucked up and creepy. Doesn't and prepare you for this, though. Very, like, going at your mind. Right now is the point where you should stop watching, okay? If you guys... I'm going to put it up there, too. If you haven't seen this movie and you're just listening to this review because you don't want to watch the movie, and I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's it's better to have Doing someone it watch you. it for you. <laughs> yeah, we're watching it for you. But um, if everything else is really hard for you to watch... This might not be for you, this, this particular is, part. You need to shut it off now and go watch something to cleanse your mind of what you just saw. Okay? <laughs> so they bring Anna... That's my disclaimer. Now I'm going into the uh, the, graphic part. the graphic and really intense part. Mm-hmm. So they put uh, Anna on the table and kind of flip her because, like I said, it's like a gyro thing. It like turns. Yeah, it's like, like big, big wheel. rings almost. Yeah. That's yeah. So, can, like, so turn they it, uh, get her on there, flip her over, and the guy like just cuts off her clothes. Anna's not really doing much. She's just kind of laying there, very like I said, com- uh, compliant and you know, not showing any restraint. Then he grabs some other scissors. You don't see what happens, but you see it in her face and the noises. And I think you you see like drips of blood too, but you just hear him cutting. And you're just like, what is, what is he doing to her? And it goes on for like a little bit. And then it kind of fades and then it fades back in with Anna with a big blanket. And in a wheelchair, and I think it's the dude again. Then at this point, guys, what you see, you can't unsee. <laughs> okay, uh, the first time watching right this was in my my head for three to four days, and I couldn't I couldn't think of anything else. Like it was it's it's very funny. graphic. Yeah. So they take off the blanket. And all that's left of Anna is skinless body besides her face. You see her veins and her muscles. The so they literally and... skinned her alive but the face. So this is like, I guess, the most extreme pain you could go before killing somebody. Yeah. Like, and I mean, then they kind of just even... like hook her to, I don't even know, like a bar and just leave her there? Yeah, she's like hanging like this, almost like she's like... Yeah. It's like reminiscent, like, this movie doesn't really um, touch on religion at all, but just the way that she is kind of is reminiscent of like um, Jesus on like the the cross, you know? So it's like Like kind of like that. So, um, yeah, they just leave her there, and then it cuts to um, them upstairs. But, Aaron, what the fuck is going through your mind when you see this? <laughs> Since this is your first time seeing. at this, Honestly, I'm just wondering, how the fuck do you keep someone alive through that, you know? Like, yeah. how do you remove someone's skin and, like... Uh, I don't know. We don't really see it. But I guess that plays into the whole martyr thing, you know? Like, maybe... But... Yeah. But, uh, oh, man, when I first saw that shit, it was, <laughs> you, yeah, you're you just were like, there. I you don't even know what to say. What, what am I watching? What, what is this? Like, I've seen so much in this movie and 
seeing that just that image alone is just like i'm not prepared for this i am mentally not prepared for this yeah. this movie just keeps throwing new things at you like mm-hmm. all the time yeah. um so um, yeah but uh do you want to talk about the rest do you want me to close it out um yeah i can close i can uh finish it up okay but anyways so um yeah she's hanging there um skinned alive nothing on her she's just like you know just hanging there just like it's watching it is just tough, but mm-hmm. um, someone comes down to uh, the woman comes down the feeder, and uh, she see recognizes the look in her eyes where her eyes are like wide open, and you know from the same photos from earlier in the movie, people yep. who had reached martyrdom, or so she freaks out. She's like, "Oh man!" She's like, "I gotta tell um, uh, Madam, I can't, Mademoiselle, <laughs> Mazel, <laughs> um." So she calls her, and then she rush, rushes over to the house. Um, uh, but and then she comes up. She talks to her. She's like, uh, she puts her face up to her, which at first, first, um, yeah. but, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's up to her, and she's like, "How do you feel? Do you see it? Do you see anything? Do you see the afterworld?" And then Anna kind of like lifts her head up and like whispers into her ear. Um, you don't hear what she's saying. Um. So it's just kind of like, um, I wonder what she's saying. But, uh, anyways, um, she whispers into her ears, and then, um, uh, then we cut to a group of people upstairs in the house, which is all cleaned up at this point. Um, yeah, it's but, it's very cultish. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're like a bunch of like religious fucks or something. You um, can tell these people are rich, man. Too, you know. Mm-hmm. Just the way they're dressed, it's like some they're sort of They're probably the people funding this shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta have some sort of budget to have a facility um, like that, you know? I mean, like, you're obviously not doing a lot of stuff. You're kind of just, like, holding somebody there, but mm-hmm. it's, like, all metal and nice-looking and clean. Yeah. yeah um, so it must be sterile if they're keeping her alive after fucking skinning her, you know? But Yeah, um, for sure. Anyways, uh, we get this group of old fucks, old rich fucks, um, <laughs> some kind of cult, and um, you know they're all excited. They found out about Anna, you know, because this hasn't happened. It's only happened with like three other women who have you know reached this point. Um, mm-hmm. But very little, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then you got um, Mademoiselle's like assistant or like you know someone she works with. Um, yeah. He goes up. She's in the bathroom. She's like taking her makeup off and shit. And he's like, "Oh, they're waiting for you downstairs." She's like, "I'm coming." <laughs> um, and then they're just kind of chit chatting. He's talking about how he's doubting the whole afterworld thing and like, um, you know, he's like, oh, "Are we sure? You know, this is you know real." And she takes her like head wrap off. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she she's just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, she got to make a box. She takes her head wrap off. She pulls out a gun, and she goes, "Keep doubting." Sticks yeah. the gun in her <laughs> mouth and just fucking blows her. Yeah, her it out. she's like, "Well, do you um uh wonder what's on the the on afterlife?" And then he's just like, "What is it?" And then she's like, "Just keep doubting and just." kills herself and another just, thing is i guess um anna was the first um martyr to have seen what 
whatever it was, and then also talk. So, yeah. Because everybody else never they said were anything. They just, yeah. They just had that look in their their eyes. Yeah, and like we we go into like Anna's eye and um and see what it is, but it's just a light, and then yeah. light just kind of like stays into her her, her eyes. But yeah, the, at this point, you're just like. So it must have been something really bad, but then you got to ask yourself: Was Anna telling the truth? Is she is she still herself at this point where she hmm. can still fuck around with these people yeah, and no, tell like, them something you. completely different, or is she telling them the truth? Because once again, we did go into her eye and yeah, see what it was, but at the same time, it's just like. Is she conscious and still, I guess, quote unquote, human yeah, to yeah. be able to fuck with these people and say it's probably like the worst thing? Because obviously, she, Mademoiselle, blew her brains out because I, I'm yeah, thinking it was bad. Yeah. But then again, she's dying. So it's kind of like. Or maybe it was, you know, what she expected. And she was like, just like, you know, fuck this shit. No one else knows. I'm just going to go for it. and <laughs> Yeah, you know? it's just like you don't want to tell anybody. So it's very like it messes with your your mind a little bit. I mean, this mm-hmm. movie's already been fucking with you because of what you've been seeing. But then yeah. it's the question of what did she see? Yeah. And that, that's what I, that, I that's what I like about this movie. It just leaves it open to so many different theories, mm-hmm. um, you know, and interpretations. Mm-hmm. Like it just leaves everything so like broad, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also like you know, it still goes into detail, but like at the same time, but you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I know exactly what you what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was this movie was a uh, directed by um oh my god. I can say I the first name, but not the last name. Um, Pascal Lagier. Um, Lagier, I think that's how you would say that. Um, very good job. Very good yeah. job. Well, this movie in... is, um, what, like an hour and a half, you'd say? Like, uh, yeah, I think it's like an hour and like 35 or something like that. Not yeah. too long. It's a pretty short movie for the most part. Yeah, but um, it's a, what it throws a at you in that though, yeah. short amount of time. Is absolutely crazy, and this the ending shot too really gets to you too. I couldn't stare for that long. It's just oh yeah, I had to look away. <laughs> it's Anna just laying in like this this bath of something. Like, it has to be some sort of like medical water to keep I don't know. like maybe saline or something. But... Yeah, just to keep her from hurting or something. So it's just zooming in on her face, and it's just like I can't just because the image is so graphic. It's yeah. This is definitely the most intense movie we have talked about on the show. Like, last last week was weird and uh-huh. sort of intense. Uh, this was just... Nothing to compared to this. <laughs> straight, up, straight up intense. Um, yeah. But next week's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be um, One Cut of the Dead. It's a, it's a great movie. It's not... Um, a little more lighthearted. Lo- <laughs> yeah, it's not on the level of this. It's also on Shudder. This movie is actually kind of hard to uh rent you can rent it through apple or on uh you can buy it on youtube but that's those are the only places i have found to yeah be able to watch this i think this was actually banned um for a while i think i think this was a banned film mm-hmm. i also read that like i got an r rating in france which doesn't happen very often apparently really yeah i didn't yeah. find that 
Um, but yeah, um, we want to go into some Rotten Tomato scores. Yeah, um, if you want to talk about them, yeah. do you have them? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, um, go right ahead, shoot them at me. Take a guess. What do you think is the tomato meter percentage? 70%. 64%. So that would be like the uh, critics and stuff, I believe. Yeah, that's like the um, uh, the people that like official critics. Yeah. <laughs> official. Um, and the audience score. What do you All think? Right. I have to I have to put into um you know, context that this is a a very intense movie. It's part of the new French extremity movement. It was pushing boundaries. Um, I have to put in account that it's hard to watch. Yep. And even me watching it a second time is really hard to watch. Yeah. And normally people like to review things highly on things that they can watch over and over again. And this is definitely mm-hmm. not a movie you want to watch over and over again. No. So I'm going to I'm gonna shoot pretty low on this one. And I'm going to say like 32%. You're going to be surprised. It is 69%. Wow. Okay. So people... Yeah. It is a, it's a really good movie. Very good acting. Great writing. It's um, just grotesque. Yeah, very grotesque. And like, what the fuck? I don't want to watch this again. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, holy shit. That's, that's very high. I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. I was expecting at least in the 30s or 40s. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What would budget, you rate this? Um... Considering it's probably one of the more, it's definitely, definitely one of the more fucked up movies I've seen, um, if not the, but, um, <laughs> uh, it was well written. I did, like, enjoy it still as, as like, you know, like. Yeah, as fucked up as it is, you still like, yeah. oh, okay, well. It keeps you, it keeps you interested, you know, um, I'd give it a seven. Seven? Yeah. I'd probably go with that too, just because it is very hard to watch. Yeah. Um, I probably won't movie. revisit it, but no, maybe like ten. I'll years read from some now. theories, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like um audition where you can definitely go watch again, or like mm-hmm. Suspiria you can definitely go watch again. Yeah, um, yeah. This is one of those movies that's kind of like one and done. Yeah, uh, you you've seen it and you've seen it. That's you can just tell people, yeah, I've watched I watched Martyrs. Yeah, you just got to let them know it's the 2008 version and not the uh, remake. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I actually have a few facts too, a few few things I found online if you want to hear those. Yeah, shoot them at me. I, I want to hear. I want right. to hear. It. So I know you mentioned, I think you mentioned something about Hostel, right? I think. Yeah, I like. um, this was definitely another one, like another movie where people are like, oh, this is kind of like on Hostel and like not a, a movie I want to watch again. Yeah. Well, Pascal Lagier, or Lagier, um, he was actually inspired by Hostel, but instead of making a movie about suffering, he wanted to make a movie um okay i can see that yeah um but he also uh confessed to um that when he wrote the screenplay um he was like going through clinical depression and bordering on like suicidal thoughts so like oh that's like that is so prominent through this movie holy mm -hmm. shit yeah Um, that makes so much sense so it's probably just a way to kind of get his thoughts out you know Mm -hmm. but and then um the girl who plays Anna, I'm not even going to, Marjana. Yeah, I'm I, sorry, guys. Yeah, I, I kind of um, skipped over that just because it's it's so hard and I want you guys listening to me stumble over yeah. uh, the names. 
but uh, she actually broke three bones during the shoot the shooting of the movie and had yeah, to stay in I've, bed for I've, six weeks. I think I read that. I think I read that. Yeah, that's it. That doesn't really surprise me to be honest. But yeah, um, that's a little trivia on this uh, on Martyrs two thousand and eight. Yeah, I would but, say like if you guys have the stomach for it, check it yeah. out. Yeah. Definitely watch it once, or you can just go trick your friends and tell them to go watch this really cool movie. And just be like, hey, go watch Martyrs. I loved it. Let's go tell them. Especially yeah, people right? who don't watch horror or anything like that. That That's a cruel-ass joke, but I mean, like, hey, you, you get a laugh, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all that we have on this movie, because it's, it's hard to talk about because of the ending. But, like, yeah. once again, it's open up to your own mind, just like how Audition was the same way. Yeah. You know, like, you don't really know. It's whatever you think it is. Like, do you exactly. think Anna was telling the truth? Do you think Anna was lying and was still conscious enough? Do you think Mademoiselle killed herself on purpose to go there? Or whatnot, and she didn't want anybody else to find out? I don't know. Uh, you <laughs> guys let us know. On like a YouTube Your thoughts comment. and theories, yeah, interpretations, anything like that. You can um even, uh, I think you can post stuff on Spotify. You can definitely comment on Apple, but um YouTube yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, they, let us know, guys, if, if you've seen this. I really want to know. Um, one other thing I do want to say that's kind of unrelated to the movie. It's kind of this podcast in general, but we are at I believe ninety-one total plays across all platforms right now. And um, once we hit 100, Aaron and I, since we have been so into Liquid Death lately, we want to give away a case once we hit 100, and we will send it to you. One lucky person will start a giveaway, and um, once we hit that, I will post on socials everywhere, and we will um, we'll give away a case of either sparkling or regular water, or maybe we'll do... Two, maybe we'll give someone a sparkling, sparkling and then give someone fresh. a regular. You know, we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, you guys tell. have been mm-hmm. absolutely killing it lately with the support. Just you guys listening, even if you don't want to, you know, spend a dollar on Patreon and support us, it's completely fine because just listening is just appreciated. Yeah, it's it's great, and we have a lot of cool things happening right now. We got a couple of guests lined up for the next couple of months. I'm not releasing their names yet because we're still going over um, dates details and details and... Uh, about them. But it's going to be absolutely great. And um, I thank everybody who listens and you know comes here for the live streams or anything just talking about us. It's, it's absolutely great. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Aaron, before we uh, close out this intense podcast episode um i don't think so oh oh another thing is i'm wearing an awesome um liquid dust shirt liquid right death now shirt. That I, nice. I got. <laughs> super comfortable <laughs> but uh, <laughs> enough about liquid death <laughs> <laughs> um thank you guys so much for listening and coming to support us this was the baron's hideout podcast i'm your host Martyrs. dustin and i'm aaron and we will see you guys on the next one thank you guys so much You're amazing. Stay spooky. Bye-bye.